everyone and welcome back to the pod. I hope you all are having an amazing week so far. We are back in the United States. It feels so good to be home except I am extremely extremely jet lagged. Um, Mauritius is actually 12 hours ahead so let's figure let's figure out what time it is there shall we? What time is it in Mauritius? Is it in Mauritius? And my phone isn't loading. Honestly, same. Anyway, it's really, it's a lot different there. I'm going through it this week. It's I'm back to class. I've actually been gone for a week of school on top of spring break. So I'm just playing catch up. There's a lot going on, but enough about me. This week, I actually want to talk about a problem that I was discussing with my travel buddy, Renee. So if you guys play the game or read the book 3000 questions if you don't have that book i highly recommend that you get it it's a great conversation starter it's a great way to get to know people it's literally a book of 3000 questions and how we play is my family or my group of friends will all pick a number random number between zero or not zero one and three thousand and then everyone has to go around and answer that question and we were talking about a question that we both had been asked before and that was what are your biggest fears So my fears, my biggest mental fear, I guess you could say, is disappointing other people. That's always been like my biggest fear in life. But my physical fear is wasps. I'm very scared of any stinging insect. Uh, Embarrassing story. I was stung in the face by a bee on my 10th birthday at Disney World. So I just, I give them space now um, because that was genuinely like the worst day ever. But Renee's fear caught my attention because I had never heard anyone discuss this as a fear. Her biggest fear is FOMO or the fear of missing out. And at first I was laughing. I was like, Renee, please. Like, okay, what a, what a fear. And she was like, no, it's actually like, a, it's a big thing. Like I'm always going, going, going because I'm scared I'm going to miss something important or I'm going to miss out on something. And we were just talking about it. And I just wanted to make this episode because after discussing it, I totally understand how that could be a fear of people. And I definitely have experienced that. I wouldn't describe it as a fear, but I've definitely felt that before of feeling like you're missing out on something or feeling like you're not a part of something and getting in your head about it. So this episode isn't going to be very long. Um, I'm getting back in the groove. I'm sure you all are too after spring break. So let's just talk about getting back in the swing and not worrying about if you're missing out on anything. So before you get in your head about, I know a lot of people when they talk about FOMO, they have this concept of how they're going to get over it is be like, oh, well, if someone doesn't invite me, then they're missing out. And I don't think that's a good way to look at it. I've always not understood that because no, (laughs) I know my friends and I, we didn't get invited to it. We did not get invited to a party our freshman year. And her attitude was like, well, they're just missing out on how amazing I am and how perfect I am. And I would have played the best music and brought the best gifts and all this. And at first I kind of agreed. I was like, yeah, like I'm fun. I'm cool. But then I got, then I started thinking about it. I'm like, what are you proving? 
Why are you proving that to people that you're good enough to be their friend? I think that's so unhealthy. And like I said, I've been there before. I've often felt like I've had to act a certain way or talk a certain way or like wear a certain outfit to get people's attention just because I wanted to be a part of their friend group. And that's just not the case. So instead, let's talk about some more healthy ways to understand that feeling. First, this is something that I talked about in my Valentine's Day little episode, but devise your own plan. I have, I have friends and colleagues who oftentimes don't plan stuff on their own. And I'm sure we all know that person who never seems to want to plan something, but always wants to be included to things. So first of all, if you're scared of missing out, you might not actually be missing out on anything because nothing is happening. If you want to hang out with people or you want to go somewhere or you want to do this, plan it, initiate it, text your girls and be like, hey, does anyone want to go to the beach this weekend? I'm sure someone will go. And if not, at least you asked. And then just go by yourself, girl. Like, you don't need people to do the things you want to do. You really don't. So initiate it yourself. Plan. Do what you want to do. That's what you need to do. Also, if someone just is constantly not including you on things, they're probably not your best duty. They're probably not your friend. And that's totally, totally okay. Just you don't need to keep associating yourself with people that make you feel bad about yourself, even if it's not intentional. I know this happens, especially with a lot of theater people and with a lot of like really, really busy people. Sometimes people are genuinely just really busy. And I understand that. You know, I had a crush on a guy once and I I like really wanted to to date this person. And then we started talking and they were like, you're you're busy. Like, you're just never here. Like, I'm not going to do that to myself. And at first I was like, hey, how rude. Like, I'm trying to be a professional. I'm trying to make it in the world. And But then I was like, no, like, if I'm busy and I can't be anywhere and I can't show up for people or can't do that, then of course, like, of course that's not going to work out, you know? So if someone's busy, don't hate them because they're busy. Try to understand that, hey, I get it, you know? Maybe we can do this or we can call these days or go out once a month or something, but don't push it. Yeah, you just don't need to. The people that are in your life are there for a reason and they should be there to support you, to make you happy, to be there for you. And if they just can't do that, that doesn't mean they're a terrible person. It just sometimes it doesn't work out that way. So take that. And the next and last thing I will say about the fear of missing out, this is probably the most important one. And again, this kind of goes back to something I talked about in the Valentine's Day episode, but you have to be your own individual. And this, I know it's only seven minutes, but this is kind of what I want to discuss probably for the end of the pod. But if you are not secure in yourself, you're never going to feel like you fit in. You're never going to feel like you're comfortable being alone or even with people because you probably don't know who you are yet. And that's really scary. And this happens a lot with especially couples. You know, I've, I have a couple of friends who are in relationships. And I remember at first I was like, wow, like you guys literally can't be apart. Like you can't do it. It was so strange. It was like the other person wasn't there and they were like, 
well, you know, that person usually decides what we're going to do, or I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't give opinions that often. And, you know, if that works in your relationship, okay, like good for you, but you have to have your own, your own security within yourself. And if this is like new for you, and maybe you don't, you haven't done a lot of self-reflection about who you are and what you want, here are just some advice, (laughs) some tips that I have that have helped me. Um, so first, like general, general base of figuring out who you are, who you think you are. I know a lot of people like astrology. Some people like the Enneagrams. Some people like personality quizzes. I do think that's actually a really good place to start. Of course, I wouldn't base your entire personality around like, oh, I'm a Libra. <laughs> you know, like we're not Adora Delano. You know, we all need to be well-rounded. But I did think it was interesting. You know, I again, I don't think any personality quiz or any astrology sign is like the end-all be-all of who you are, but it does help you think about, oh, well, I am, I do act that way sometimes, or I would definitely describe myself like that. Like, for instance, I'm a Capricorn with a Cancer moon. I don't know my rising. I don't know my birth time, but I remember sometimes I I have a couple of books on astrology that have been given to me, and I, sometimes I just read them because I'm like, huh, like, what is, what does it mean? And I definitely would say I match with some of the things that are often said about Capricorns. I'm very grounded. I'm very mature. I'm very responsible. Um, I'm definitely a little old for my age, which sometimes being a young person, I was a little too strict. Um, I could have loosened up a little bit, but it was just interesting to read about. And then this past year, actually, I was in a bookstore back home in Jacksonville and they had like candles with numbers on them. And I was talking to the owner of the bookstore and I was like, what are those? Like, why do you have number candles? And she was like, oh, it matches like your Enneagram. And I was like, your what? And she was like, oh, it's a personality quiz. And I was like, oh, that's a really, okay. So I took it and I am an Enneagram type two. I am a helper. Um, Also, if you guys like want to share your sign or your Enneagram personality, I would be really interested in knowing. Um, There's a book that I highly would recommend. It's, I think it's called The Road Back to You. Um, it's, it's really, really fantastic. It's written by a former, I believe he's a former priest and he discusses how, also if you're like, I don't know if you guys are religious, but if you are, it's, it's not very religious, but he talks about how that might work with like your relationship with God or spirituality and with yourself. I found it really, really interesting. I love those kinds of books. So I highly recommend it, but it was really fun. And actually I got my entire family to take the Enneagram quiz just so I could read about them. And I got my boyfriend to take the quiz. He was so hard because he was so equal on so many of them. He was like the same number on like five of them. So I kept having him take it until he finally got one and he is a type three. Um, but anyway, that's just really interesting and I would definitely recommend doing that. So take your Enneagram quiz. Um, I was also a lead scholar here at UCF. Um, if any of you have questions about that, you're welcome to DM me. It was definitely an experience, but a lot of our class was just taking personality quizzes and, you know, definitely, like I said, take everything you hear with a grain of salt, just because you hear like one word to describe you. Don't be like, oh, well, I'm a Leo. So that means I'm super confident because that's not always true and that's okay. But it might help you just get a base understanding of who you are and help you feel a little more aware of how you act in a friend group or words that are used to describe you. Next, one thing that I found really helpful, I'm currently in a class called Theater Careers, 
which I mean, a lot of it is like resume headshot and all that fun stuff. But we have one assignment coming up that I actually found very interesting. And that is writing your own mission statement about yourself and also writing a hundred goals that you wish to accomplish. Honestly, it sounds quite daunting to me. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, that's that's so helpful. Like I never realized it before, but just writing out who you want to be and who you are now and how you're going to get there, that that will really help you visualize like what you want to do and who you are and how you're going to get there. So those are kind of my tips of finding yourself without, because I get that it's hard to start. Believe me, if someone were to sit me in a room and be like, tell me who you are, I would be like, um, I act and dance sometimes, but it, it, it is really good. And also ask your friends and family, you know, there was an assignment and God, now I'm just talking about school, but there was an assignment I had where we had to take our headshot and send it to a bunch of people and ask them what words they would use to describe to describe us. And they did not know who we are. It was like a random Facebook group. And it was really cool. I got like the girl next door. Someone said I was country. Someone said I was Southern. So I don't know. I just found it really interesting. So I would definitely say that. Um, but just, I, I know that it's hard sometimes to be alone and you want to feel like you're a part of something. But again, if you don't know who you are and you're not comfortable by yourself, it's just going to be worse in a group setting. And also the fear of missing out, that is, I think people joke about that, like, oh my God, I have FOMO. But that is a real thing. And if you're experiencing that, I'm really sorry because it can definitely escalate. You know, my dear friend Renee, she's always, always on the go. And at first I was like, I had like, a, I still have a lot of respect for her. So let me, let me clarify that. But I just thought she was super busy. I was like, wow, like she was like the go-getter. She's doing everything. But then I realized like that's because she can't relax. Like she's, she has to do everything because she's worried she's never going to get that chance again. And I think FOMO also relates a lot to anxiety. So if you're feeling like extreme amounts of fear of that you're not a part of things, that you have to do everything or that you have to be go, go, go all the time, maybe just take some time for yourself. Maybe, I mean, I don't, you, if you can want to go to a therapist, you can, but just also know that anxiety is pretty normal. So don't scare yourself, but think about the reasons of why you feel that you're missing out and what can you personally do to overcome that obstacle without dragging people down or without being like, oh, well, they suck. They didn't invite me. And I'm going to tell everyone else that they didn't invite me. And therefore, no one's going to go hang out with them. Like, what are some things that you want to do? I know personally, I have a dog named Hazel, who is my best Judy. I love her so much. And sometimes when I'm feeling like lonely or I'm feeling like, oh, wow, I didn't get invited to that one thing. I just hang out with Hazel and Chris and I just like have fun with them. Tomorrow, my friend Christina and I are going to just have a girls night and make tacos. And genuinely, I am so much more excited for that than so many other things I've got going on this month. So Christina, if you're listening, I love you so, so much. And I cannot wait to have you on the pod. Um, Christina is an amazing person, you guys, and I think you're going to love her so much. But I know today's episode is quite short. I don't want to keep rambling. I'm quite tired. I have an eight o'clock class coming up. But I just wanted to chit chat. I wanted to talk about that while I was fresh on my mind. 
Um, if you guys heard before pod, we have our first ever sponsor. You guys, that's crazy. I know it is Anchor, and I know it's the platform I use, and I know that a lot of people have Anchor <laughs> Anchor's like sponsors, but it, it really means a lot to me, especially getting that sponsor at only, what, 10 episodes now? That's that's crazy, and I'm just so proud of all the work that I've been doing. I'm so thankful for you all. I truly wish you all an incredible week. I hope that everything goes well. Um, let me know what you guys want to hear. I know I want to get Chris and Christine on the pod. I don't know when. Hopefully, we've been coming up soon. Um, but there's so much to talk about, and I'd really love to know what you guys want to listen to. But without further ado, I unfortunately have to get to class, and I'm sure a lot of you do too. But I will see you guys next week for a much longer and hopefully a much less jet lagged episode. Okay, bye, you guys. Thank you.